And hello again and welcome to Life with Horses, the podcast that comes to you on Tuesdays and Thursdays and is all about the joys of living with horses. My name is Ivanka Menken and this podcast is brought to you by Horsesstore.com. Let's see what's happening today. Wow, can you believe it's been two weeks since the last podcast? Um, Yeah, I said I was going to be away for a week, but life sometimes takes a bit of a left turn and um, a lot has happened. So let's start off. We went to ELF, the Equine Lifestyle Festival in Sydney at the Hawkesbury Showgrounds. And that was um, a week and a half ago now. And the um, uh, the we got we got there and the event setup was amazing. Two massive big rings and there was a separate dog area. There was separate breeds area. There was areas for the kids to play. It was it was such a good event setup and it would have been a really great event if it wasn't for the weather. It was pouring down with rain the the mud was up to your ankles um all the areas got flooded uh yeah it was it was terrible i mean the friday was okay friday during the day was really hot and then in the afternoon it started to rain and it rained until pretty much sunday morning 10 o'clock and uh oh yeah it was i'm so impressed with the people that did show up and i am super impressed with the show jumpers because um saturday afternoon was the um the world cup qualifier and these horses i mean that's a difficult course to jump that is not an easy course to jump and um i'll actually I'll, uh, I'll post one of the videos that I took of one of the show jumping show jumping arounds because I didn't do all of them because I was just in awe. I was just being blown away by these horses, the balance that they have to have because that track was sloshy. You could just see the water jumping up everywhere and you could hear, you know, when you go, when they go past in a canter, it wasn't like, it was like, <laughs> it was really, really bad. But uh, these horses going through a super difficult course like that, I take my hat off for them because that was that was really amazing to watch. And um, yeah, so as I said, I did make some videos, so I'll post them in um, in the area and um, the area down below on the horsesstore.com.au website and uh, so you can have a look for yourself. I might actually post them up on YouTube as well because that might be a bit easier. So yeah, so um, the ELF event wasn't that much of a success purely because of the weather. So I'm really hoping that in two years time when it happens again, the weather will be much, much better. Uh, What I did see, I mean, we were at the show jumping arena so I mainly watched the show jumping and that was um, that was yet again a confirmation that the better you are at flat work the better you are at dressage the better you are at jumping because the people that won their classes they were the ones that had very uh, adjustable horses if that makes sense they, they were the ones that had horses where you could see them go and change the number of um, strides in between jumps and, and be able to adjust for the weather conditions and be able to adjust for the footing or lack thereof and um, that was just really interesting to see and to watch 
It was also really cool to uh, to meet a lot of new people and um, to introduce them to to our own products and um, yeah, so it, it was a really good, it was a super good weekend. Um, but coming back from that, um, I I got sick, so that that's the that's the other reason why I um, I didn't do any podcast last week. I was really busy with work and um, I I got sick. And this also meant that Miss Bella had two weeks off instead of just a couple of days. So yesterday I rode her again for the first time and um, yeah, not quite back to square one, but uh, <laughs> let's say we need some readjusting again. And uh, I mean, the weather is really, really hot, so I have to be careful. But yeah, no, we're back on the horse again, literally. Uh, we're doing it where um, I'm focusing on, um, like I said, back to basics. So it's... You know, that exercise that we had with really working on self-carriage and the moment she hangs on my hands, I let go of the reins and I uh, put a little bit more pressure with my legs. So she fills up from the back with her hind legs and by that she creates her own balance and she creates her own self-carriage. So that's really what we're focusing on at the moment. So rather than she taking the balance from me she's finding the balance in her own body it also means that because I haven't ridden for two weeks I need to focus a lot more on my uh, on my stretching and um, so I started doing my uh, my yoga stretching again especially hip flexors hamstrings and calves those are the main areas I'm focusing on um, because that seems to be the main areas for a good deep seat in the saddle so that's um that's on the agenda as well. So tonight I'm going back to yoga, doing some major stretching and uh, trying to get some um, some flexibility back again, and um, and then it's really hours in the saddle because I asked a question on Facebook a few months ago now, like okay, wh- what kind of ideas and what kind of hints and tips do you guys have to uh, to get riding fit? You know, do you go for runs? Do you go for swims? You know, do you go to the gym? What do you, what do you do to get fit? And nine out of the ten comments that I got back was just get your bum in the saddle, just ride, and not not just going for walkie walkie trail rides, but train your horse and train yourself. And it will be tough on day one. And it will be tough tough on day two and it will be a little bit less tough on day three. And that's how you sort of build it up and, and, you know, you go from better to better. And ideally ride multiple horses a day. And I mean, I don't have time to ride multiple horses a day, but if you do have time, that would be ideal Um, because then you get over, you get more fit than your horses, if that makes sense. And, um... So yeah, so I only have the one horse to ride, so that's what I'm doing. I'm riding every day, and slowly but surely, I'll uh, I'll get my fitness levels back again. But I did find something really exciting, something really new, and it is a new way to rake the arena. Because you know how people always say, you know, when you buy a dressage arena or you know you move into a property with a dressage arena, people always say, oh, you have to. Um, spread the sand at least once a week and ideally in a different pattern all the time and I've been struggling with that because I basically followed the track and then did a center line and then followed the inside track and then did a center line and followed the inside track and that's how I usually went through the arena to rake uh, rake the sand or to level all the sand but 
last week, all of a sudden I had this idea of, hmm, why don't I go in circles? So I started on a 20 meter circle at A and I basically circled my way all the way around up to C and um, that actually worked really well. So I'm a bit, I'm a bit excited. I have a new way of raking the arena. And hopefully that will settle the sand slightly differently. So you don't have the sand all in one corner and uh, it's all a bit more even. The other thing we did is we sprayed all the grass and all the weeds that have popped up in the arena. Because that's the downside of not riding so much is that, um, you know, the edges of the arena, they... Um, you know grass starts to grow in and weeds start to pop up and that's actually really bad for your arena service so if you have that in your arena um grab your pack get some uh, roundup or some some weed killer and spray the edges and make sure that the uh, the weeds don't grow through the base of your arena because that could actually um, impact negatively impact the the stability of your arena surface so um, so yeah so that's a very important thing to do and uh, well the best way to get rid of all your weeds out of the arena is to ride in it lots and lots and lots and lots <laughs> so at least once a day um, but if you can't if you can't ride that often rake your arena once a week and spray with um, or pull it out. I mean, if you, if you don't want to spray with a, with a weed killer, if you want to do it more naturally, then pull it out. But make sure you keep on top of it because the moment they, um, they grow through the base of your arena, it's, um, it's not good. It's, it's really, it's a bad thing. So um, that keeps you busy. And today is Tuesday. So this afternoon um, I am going to ride Bella and we're going to be we're going back to trot poles and it's almost school holidays. So I've actually asked my son, my 14 year old son to make me some um, cavaletti. So I'm a bit excited about that because that will give us some like a whole range of new exercises. And the good thing with cavalettis as opposed to ground poles, I mean, you can put poles on the ground, but what I personally don't like about poles on the ground is that they roll. And if you have a horse that steps on the pole they can actually uh, hurt themselves and, and injure themselves you know just imagine by doing it yourself stepping onto a pole and you would you you would hurt a tendon or a ligament or something like that so that's what I like about cavalettis that they don't roll so um, you put them on the ground or you can put them at five centimeters off the ground or you could put them at 20 centimeters off the ground so you can go from dressage pole work to little in-out bounces and um, so you, you can work on either your dressage or your jumping gymnastic exercises to make your horse supple and work on the rhythm I mean when you go over trot poles they have to be regular in their rhythm so yes that's that's the plan for the summer holidays we're going to make cavalettis to um, help with my trot pole work and on that note let's see what's in the news today in relation to cavalettis Well, there's a couple of articles on how to build your own cavalettis and um, Invention TV, they have done a YouTube video on how to build your own cavaletti as well. So in the show notes, just like always, I will put the links up to um, an article with a design 
and a blueprint basically on how to build your own Cavalettis, as well as the YouTube video for Invention TV, where they um, they show you exactly how to make Cavalettis with all the distances and all the um, the heights and everything in it. So that's a, that's a pretty good resource for you as well. So it's a, it's a little bit of a Bob the Builder moment for me this week. So maybe you can you can join me in and we can build Cavalettis together and we can share our experiences. That'll be fun. Um, my instructor, my jumping instructor, Trish, she has been in Sydney this week at Johnson Equestrian and she's been doing her coaching training, her refresher coaching training with them. And Christine Johnson, she actually put a number of videos on Facebook um, with some really simple exercises for um, for jumping, for warm up, um, how to count the number of strides between jumps, and how to uh, make sure that you stay on your line when you're going from one obstacle to another. And I will put that in the in the show notes as well, the URL to that post. Um, I'm pretty sure it's only a Facebook post, but I'm going to try to find for you if there's a uh, like a YouTube uh, post for that as well, because um, they're really simple. I mean, they're only a couple of minutes each, but they're really good videos for you to watch when you're um, when you're serious about improving your jumping but mainly improving your own eye for jumping and your own lines and and making sure you do all the right things. So have fun with them. Um, Enjoy watching uh, the videos. Enjoy reading on how to make Cavalettis. And most of all, happy riding and enjoy your horses. I'll talk to you on Thursday. Bye.